Welcome to Policy Today. Thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State. Produced by the Washington Research Council. My name is Lou Moore. I'm the president of the Washington Research Council. And I am today with, by phone, I'm, I'm coming in by phone, but I, uh, in our office is Chris Schoblum, our senior economist and research director, as well as Emily Makings, our senior research analyst. And today... Emily is going to lead us through a conversation about the capital budget, which uh, is the subject of our latest publication. And uh, Emily, what is the capital budget? Well, the capital budget funds acquisition and maintenance of, of things like buildings and public lands. So it's a separate budget from the operating budget, which funds the day-to-day operations of government. And then there's okay. a, third, a third budget, which is the transportation budget. So a lot of people don't know that, do they? That Washington actually has three budgets. Well, I don't know. I it's the capital <laughs> budget is definitely lower profile than the operating budget. But, but you know, if they if they regularly read the materials put out by the research yeah. council, they will understand <laughs> the way yeah, the whole budget system works. Yeah, I was about to say, I believe uh, our regular audience, uh, such as it may be, probably does know that there are three. But I imagine some folks in the public do not know that. So um, what, where are we at with the capital budget process, Emily? Right well, now? both the House and the Senate have passed separate versions of a capital budget, and the bill is EHB 1115. But they haven't come to an agreement as to the final number yet. But as passed okay, by the House. Yeah. How far apart are they? Um, not, not far at all, actually. Just $144.9 million dollars. The House appropriates more, slightly more than the Senate. Well, we're in this contentious partisan atmosphere. We hear it uh, every day uh, in the media, national media, as well as the uh, coverage of the of the regular budget uh, negotiations that are going on as we speak. Why are they so close together? Do you think? Um, well, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, I th- I think there's just there's it's not as contentious. Yeah, I as, think I think the the capital budget committees are historically much more harmonious than the operating budget committees. Mm-hmm. And we are talking about much less money than the operating budget. The operating budget is in the order of $40 billion for a biennium, and the capital budget is more like 3 or $4 billion. Ah, okay. So and, what and, is, uh, Emily, this is a good segue to ask you, what is in the capital budget? Uh, well, the... Um, there are several budget areas that include capital projects. There are a number of them in governmental operations, human services, natural resources, higher ed, and then other education. Um, the largest is in natural resources, um, and that includes things like the Department of Ecology gets $439 million in the House budget and $511 million in the Senate budget for projects like Toxic waste cleanup and other water projects. Pretty and, pricey, sounds like. Yeah, and uh, and then there are other there are salmon recovery projects in um, government rela- in governmental operations. There are um, lo- uh, local and community projects get a lot a number of uh, millions of dollars. Um, affordable housing gets funded. Funded clean energy technology is funded. Um, and then in higher ed, for example, a number of buildings are provided with funds, um, or so the, the universities get funds to build new buildings. 
Well, I, I thought traditionally, or at least in my mind, the capital budget was primarily about building stuff and uh, creating capital assets uh, for the state. So, But it's really not that high a percentage of this budget. Uh, I don't know about that. I think it's a number of building, building things. Um, but a lot of it is structured more as like loans for local communities to build things. Um, like they're I'm blanking on examples, but uh, there are a number of projects like uh, uh, city libraries or city parks that they might get lo- loans or grants from the state to to build those. Yeah, I, like yeah, I see. I see under government operations that there are funds for uh, local go- governments to uh, improve their drinking water. Right. Right. So water projects, local water projects. Um, and there's uh, uh, there's a human services element in this too. Yeah, there are a number of um, institutional improvements that need to be made across the state, and, and the both budgets fund um, those to the tune of around two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So, what is the connection? I mean, how, you said at the onset that there were three budgets. How, how is this budget connected to the to the general fund or the main budget? Well, the main way that the capital budget is linked to the operating budget is through debt service. A number of the projects in the capital budget are funded by the by um, by bonds. So the um, you have to pay interest on the bonds, and that's done through the operating budget. So this in the operating budget for 2015-17, uh, there will be about 2.2 billion dollars for um, debt service, mm-hmm. and uh, the so that'll be about depending on on how the operating budget shakes out, it'll be about in the order of five. Point eight or five point seven percent of the total operating budget will be for debt service. Yeah, the uh, the uh, under state law and and overall and under the state constitution, the amount of debt service uh, that the that the that can occur in the operating budget is limited, and, and that limit just kind of goes on over time, and the capital budgeting process essentially. Um, schedules capital projects up to the amount that that uh, 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 set by the uh, by the debt limit. Uh, so the overall size of the spending is sort of on autopilot. Uh, and I think that the incentive, uh, political incentive, is um, not uh, is not to co- to hold hold spending below the the total amount that they're allowed to have. So uh, just uh, so I'm clear about this, so uh, a normal general fund. Uh, normal state budget, they can't run a debt. They're not like the Federal Reserve System where they're constantly uh, issuing bonds or and, and running up a debt. But when they're building something that has an intrinsic value, then they can bond against it, which breaks the debt. Am I getting that right? That's effectively correct. Uh, you know, we don't actually have um, a constitutional balanced budget requirement, uh, and until recently, we really haven't had a, a strong uh, balanced budget requirement under um, statute. under statute. The um, uh, as a practical matter, you know, capital markets are not going to be willing to lend a lot of uh, of uh, money 
to states to fund deficits in the operating account. The, the capital markets are much more comfortable um, lending money uh, when uh, the money is going to be spent to create a capital asset that will be there in the future generating value. Sure. And I, I was being a little ca- cavalier there, but when I said that they couldn't, that, that was, I mean, as a practical matter, they really can't for the reason that you just described. Yes. Okay. So, um, Emily, the public works assistance account, uh, I find this a little bit interesting because some of our legislators want to, uh, if not get rid of it, uh, remove most of the funds uh, as far as the general fund, general budget, uh, and move those monies into the general budget. So what can you tell us about that? Right. The public works assistance account funds loans to local governments for public works projects. But over recent years, since the recession, the, um, the legisla- legislators have transferred funds and also redirected the account's re- revenues back to the operating, bu- operating budget. Um, and so this has caused um, the amount of loans that are actually made to local governments to decrease pretty significantly. And, yeah, and uh, I, I would gather that it's not because local governments don't continue to desperately <laughs> need this money. It's just that the state uh, has needed it as well for their yeah. purposes. Would that be pretty accurate? Yes, that's think? correct. So um, in this, um, the capital budget in this, as passed by the House, they would actually appropriate uh, about $70 million for these loans to local governments. Uh, the Senate does not make any of those appropriations, and in the Senate operating budget proposal, they would transfer another $100 million from the account to the general fund, mm-hmm. and the House doesn't make any similar transfer this year. Yeah, that's, that's what I was alluding to. So yeah. uh, two more things. Uh, first of all, it just uh, I just feel like we should mention the McCleary decision since we're all here together. Uh, <laughs> school construction is part of the capital budget. What's going on with school construction? Well, and as part of the normal capital budget, both um, the House and the Senate proposals would uh, provide about $600 million for K-12 school construction assistance grants. But in addition to that, the Senate um, has passed SB 6080, which would specifically provide uh, bonding appropriations, $280 million in bonds, to um, to school districts for, in order to construct new classrooms as a result of the need um, that's generated by the class size reductions in grades K through 3 pursuant to McCleary. And the House doesn't do that, hasn't passed that bill yet. Okay, not sure what they'll do. So uh, finally, Emily, we said that uh, the budgets were remarkably close together in terms of amount, but are there any interesting differences between what uh, the Senate and the House are proposing to put in the capital budget? Uh, Well, the most interesting to me, I think, is actually the public works assistance account differences. But in addition to that, there's also um, uh, the House provides much more money for clean energy technology projects, um, and uh, in affordable housing, the the House would spend $80 million, and the Senate would spend $65 million. There's, it's a number of, um, there are a number of interesting differences, but they're not very, they're not huge. Sure. Uh, 
Sure. I guess I would say. Sure. So, so in general, really, other than this uh, $100 million difference uh, with the public works account, the budget, the two budget proposals are fairly similar then. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I would. And, and I think it's interesting that this largest difference really comes at the intersection between the operating budget and the capital budget, so, which reinforces what we said at the beginning, that the things are much more harmonious on the capital budget side mm-hmm. than they are on the operating budget side. Sure. Well, Emily, thank you very much uh, discussing our latest publication at the Research Council. Uh, Chris Bloom has joined us as well. My name is Lou Moore, and we're glad that you were with us today. Thank you. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.